Welcome to Good Girls Talk About Sex. I am sex and intimacy coach Leah Carey, and this is a place to share conversations with all sorts of women about their experience of sexuality. These are unfiltered conversations between adult women talking about sex. If anything about the previous sentence offends you, turn back now. And if you're looking for a trigger warning, you're not going to get it from me. I believe that you are stronger than the trauma you have experienced. I have faith in your ability to deal with things that upset you. Sound good? Let's start the show. Hey, friends. I've got two Am I Normal questions from a single listener to share today. And before I do anything else, I want to apologize to the listener who sent these in. Between taking a break over the holidays and doing the coaching episodes I've shared over the last couple of months, these Am I Normal questions have been sitting on my hard drive for longer than I'd like, waiting to be answered. Because all calls are anonymous, I didn't have a way to contact you and let you know, I see you, I hear you, I have not forgotten about you. So let me say to you today, I do see you. I hear you, and I'm so glad you called in. Okay, so now let's jump in. I'm going to play both voicemails for you first, then answer them both, because the things in the two messages are interrelated. Am I normal? 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 Hi, Leah. I love your podcast. I've been listening to it for the last, I don't know, six months. I have struggled with sexual intimacy forever. Um, and my question is, I can't seem to have an orgasm during sexual intercourse with my husband. And we have been together for 10 years. I get so wrapped up in my head. And I think that if I don't have an orgasm, that he's going to feel bad or some other thing. And I'll either fake it or I won't. Is that normal? And if it's not, how do I change this? My husband is willing to help trying to figure it out, but it never seems to go anywhere. So, yeah. Am I normal? Hi, Leah. I actually left the message earlier, but it's another Am I Normal? I am a 30-year-old woman who's been married for 10 years, and I have a porn addiction. And my husband is very, very anti-porn, and it makes him very insecure and sad and upset when I have told him that I've watched it and he has asked me not to. But I just can't seem to stop. And it seems to be the only way that I can reach an actual orgasm. Am I normal? Do women actually have porn addiction problems 
and talk about it? Am I normal? Dear listener, thank you for your bravery in laying all of this out. I can hear the uncertainty in your voice. And the first thing I want to say to you is, yes, you are completely normal. Let's start with your difficulty orgasming during intercourse. This is a thing that many women experience. For some, it's an anatomical thing. Every person's nerve endings are distributed in slightly different ways, so penis and vagina thrusting may not be a way that your body receives or experiences pleasure. For other women, it's a mental thing. They're so busy making sure that their partner's needs are being taken care of that there isn't room for their brain to focus on their own pleasure. One way this shows up frequently is what I call performing pleasure. When her partner does something she knows is supposed to make her feel good, she moans and writhes as if it feels good, but she's so busy performing the expected sounds and movements that she's not actually feeling any sensation that might be there. Other versions of mental blocks are not being able to stay present. Things like making a grocery list during sex those mental gymnastics keep her from feeling what's going on in her body. For some women, it's an emotional thing. They've experienced some hurt or trauma that puts their body on high alert during sex, which gets in the way of feeling sensation or pleasure. And for many women, it's a combination of each of these and more. Now, in your message, you said, I get so wrapped up in my head, which seems like it points to it being a mental gymnastics thing. But that's just a guess based on the limited information you've shared. One other speed bump that could be getting in the way of you experiencing orgasm during intercourse is technique. Many, many, many women aren't having pleasure because they don't know what their own pleasure needs are. It's not something that we encourage women to explore because as a society, we're so focused on a man's pleasure. You can't ask for what you don't know exists, so there's no way to communicate your needs to your partner if you're not sure what your needs are yourself. And if you do happen to know what you need, but you're not comfortable communicating it to your partner, then he's still flying blind and guessing at what you need. Neither is a pathway to the two of you having really connected, fulfilling, and mutually satisfying sex. And this segues into your second question about porn. Now, you've found something that works for you sexually that's porn. And we'll talk about that more in a minute. But when you're shamed for your porn usage by your husband, and yes, the way he has expressed this to you is shaming, that can create a break in trust that gets in the way of the connected, fulfilling, and mutually satisfying experience you would want when you're having intercourse. If you see some part of yourself as unacceptable to your partner, and you feel judged for it, how could you possibly open up the rest of yourself? 
And what really great connected sex requires is for us to be open to each other. So for instance, in an episode earlier this year, I gave you a pretty raw and unfiltered look into my pandemic sex life with my partner. I talked about his alcohol use and how it caused him to be emotionally violent with me. Even in the moments when he was sober and kind, I was still preparing myself for the next time he went off the deep end. That was not a conducive atmosphere for me to feel connected and intimate with him. If you feel unsafe in one part of your relationship, it's going to affect how open and vulnerable you're able to be in the bedroom. What that means is him shaming you for having orgasms with porn makes it less likely that you might have orgasms during intercourse with him. Okay, now let's specifically talk about your use of porn. Yes, women use porn. All sorts of women use all sorts of porn. There is nothing wrong with it. There is nothing wrong with you. This is totally normal and totally common. When I hear people use the term porn addiction, it sends up all sorts of red flags because I don't believe there is such a thing. Uh, Let's do a quick fact check. Porn addiction is not recognized by the DSM, the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Disorders. ASECT, the American Association of Sexuality Educators, Counselors, and Therapists, does not recognize porn addiction as a valid diagnosis. There have been studies that show porn doesn't activate the parts of the brain involved with addiction. And there is a huge amount of variation in how people would even define or quantify a quote-unquote porn addiction. I've heard people use the term to reference the very use of porn itself as an addiction, which is blatantly ridiculous. Just because you read a book a few times a week doesn't mean you're addicted to reading. And there's only one difference between reading a book and watching porn. And that's the shame and secrecy attached to porn. Okay, so now let's talk about how porn functions in your relationship. In your first message, you said that it's extremely difficult to orgasm during intercourse. In your second message, you said that porn is the only way for you to reach an orgasm. It makes total sense that you would seek out the thing that allows your body to relax into having a natural release. There is no shame in that. If you were able to have that sexual release while masturbating in the bathtub, you wouldn't be afraid that you're addicted to bathtub masturbation. Masturbation, whether using porn or not, can be a highly effective tool for self-soothing. If you're having anxiety about your sex life, this is a coping mechanism. If you're having anxiety about your marriage, your finances, your job, your kids, the pandemic, or anything else, this can be a coping mechanism. To go back to the reading example, reading can also be a highly effective tool for self-soothing. But if your husband walked in on you reading, he probably would not ask you to stop doing it. 
which leaves us with this question. How do you handle your husband's response to your use of porn? There isn't a one-size-fits-all answer for this, but we need to start here. Your husband's insecurity around porn is not your responsibility. You are not responsible for stopping what you're doing in order to make him feel okay. And because I'm sure some people are wondering, yes, I would say the same thing if the genders were reversed and it was a wife insecure about her husband's use of porn. We do not get to police our partner's activities, turn-ons, or kinks. What we can do, though, is make relationship agreements. Those are boundaries around the things that we're willing to engage in around those activities, turn-ons, or kinks. For instance, your partner does not get to say that you can't watch porn. But you might make an arrangement that you'll do it when he's out of the house or in a certain room of the house so that he doesn't have to hear it. Or you might make an agreement about the types of porn you watch. For instance, using feminist porn, which might feel a little less threatening to him, rather than mainstream porn. There are lots of types of agreements you could make, so don't feel limited to these. What's important is that you feel supported and not constrained by the compromise you make. It's not going to work if you feel like you're making an agreement to further hide and shame yourself. That will only lead to further tension and resentment. This kind of relationship agreement making and boundary setting can be challenging when you're both already feeling heightened emotions. It could be helpful for the two of you to listen to this episode together as a way to start the conversation. This is also a place where a coach can help you find common ground. You can find my coaching offerings, including sessions for couples, at www.leahcarry.com forward slash coaching. And there's one more thing I want to commend you for, listener. In your message, you said your husband is willing to help you figure this out, which suggests to me that you've been honest with him. So many women suffer through this alone. They don't tell their partner because they're afraid of being told they're broken or a substandard partner. And they don't talk about it with their friends because they assume the conversation will confirm their worst fear that everyone else in the world is having amazing sex and they are alone in their presumed brokenness. So kudos on being honest with your husband. And kudos on being brave enough to ask the question here. And to the rest of the listeners, if you have an Am I Normal question, leave a message at 720-GOOD-SEX. That's 720-GOOD-SEX. No one will answer the phone, so you can leave a voicemail in peace, and I may answer it in an upcoming episode. And I promise I'll try and do it sooner than the many months it took me to answer this one. Are you aching to explore new vistas of your sexuality? 
Do you hear me talk about concepts on this show and think, it makes sense, but I need help applying it to my situation? That's where personalized sex and intimacy coaching comes in. When you work with me, I promise to help you feel safe exploring your sexuality. Together, we'll look at your needs and desires without judgment and help you figure out how to fulfill them. There's no single answer that's right for everyone. So I'm going to help you discover what's right for you and we'll go at your pace. That's the pace that respects your emotional needs, your boundaries, and your nervous system. Because going too fast can send you into shutdown while going too slow can be infuriating. The goal is to find what's right for you. I work with clients who are motivated to explore many different areas of sexuality, including things like expressing your sexual desires to current or future partners, exploring if you might be queer, challenging body image insecurity in sexual relationships, dipping your toes into BDSM or consensual non-monogamy, learning to date after a long time out of the dating pool, exploring sexuality for later in life virgins, and so much more. I want you to have a deeply fulfilling, intimate life, and together, we can help you get there. For more information and to schedule your free, no-obligation discovery call, visit leahcarry.com forward slash coaching. That's leahcarry.com forward slash coaching. We've covered some challenging topics today, so this is the perfect moment to introduce you to the podcast Decide Balance, a five-minute bilingual meditation by Yvonne Hernandez. She has got a perfect voice to lead meditations, and I absolutely love that she's doing it in both English and Spanish. Here's one of her five-minute meditations. I want you to get comfortable and close your eyes. Quiero que te sientas cómodo, cómoda, y cierra tus ojos. Place one hand on your tummy, pon una mano en tu estómago. Place the other hand on your heart. Pon la otra mano en tu corazón. Take a big breath in through your nose. Inhala profundo usando tu nariz. Exhale with your mouth and get all the air out. Exhala con tu boca y saca todo el aire. Inhale, filling up your tummy and feel it expand. Inhala, llenando tu estómago y siente cómo se expande. Slowly exhale, get all the air out. Lentamente exhala y saca todo el aire. Feel the oxygen go in and out of your body as you inhale and exhale. Siente como el oxígeno entra y sale de tu cuerpo mientras inhalas y exhalas. Take your time to feel your tummy rise and lower every time you inhale and exhale. Toma tu tiempo para sentir tu estómago subir y bajar cada vez que inhalas y exhalas. As you inhale, think to yourself, my mind is calm. Cuando inhales, piensa, mi mente está calmada. 
Every time you exhale, think, my body is relaxed. Cada vez que exhalas, piensa, mi cuerpo está relajado. Inhale, feeling every muscle in your body relax. Inhala y siente todos los músculos relajar. Exhale, feeling your muscles relax even more. Exhala y siente tus músculos relajar un poco más. Inhale and exhale, bringing peace to your body. Inhala y exhala, trayendo paz a tu cuerpo. Inhale, filling up your lungs with peace. Inhala, llenando tus pulmones con paz. Exhale, releasing all the toxins. Exhala, dejando ir todas las toxinas. Feel the peace at the top of your head. Moving down slowly, down to your face and your neck. Siente la paz arriba de tu cabeza, moviendo lentamente por tu cara hasta tu cuello. Feel the peace going down your shoulders, down your arms and down to your fingers. Siente la paz moviendo de tus hombros a tus brazos y hasta tus dedos. Feel the peace going down your body, down to your legs and to your feet. Feel peace at the beginning of each day. Siente paz al comienzo de cada día. There's peace in everything you see. Hay paz en todo lo que ves. There's peace in everything you touch. Hay paz en todo lo que tocas. There's peace in everything that you smell. Hay paz en todo lo que hueles. There's peace in everything that you hear. Hay paz en todo lo que escuchas. There's peace in everything you taste. Hay paz en todo lo que pruebas. Your body feels at peace. And now you're able to share this peace with others. Tu cuerpo siente paz. Y ahora puedes compartir esta paz con otros. Peace with your family, your neighbors, your friends your community, and the world. Paz con tu familia, tus vecinos, tus amigos, tu comunidad, y el mundo. The world needs you. The world needs your peace. El mundo te necesita. El mundo necesita tu paz. Inhale peace. Inhala paz. Exhale all that no longer serves you. Exhala todo lo que ya no necesitas. Take a big breath in. Inhala profundo. Exhale. Exhala. Now give yourself a great big hug filled with so much peace. Ahora date un fuerte abrazo lleno de mucha paz. When you are ready, you may open your eyes. Cuando estés lista o listo, puedes abrir tus ojos. Thank you so much for practicing with me today. Muchísimas gracias por practicar conmigo hoy. You can connect with me on Instagram, Facebook, and Patreon at Decide Balance. That was Decide Balance, five-minute bilingual meditations by Yvonne Hernandez. 
You can find her at DecideBalance.com. That's it for today. If you're enjoying the show, please take a moment to leave a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts, or if you're using another podcast app, go to ratethispodcast.com forward slash goodgirls. And remember, there's a treasure trove of audio extras available for free at Patreon. Go to patreon.com forward slash goodgirlstalkaboutsex. While listening to those extras is free, producing this show is not. If my work is meaningful to you, and you have a few dollars to support it each month, I will gratefully accept your patronage at Patreon. I donate 10% of all Patreon proceeds to ARC Southeast, an organization that supports women in the Southeast United States to access reproductive services that are increasingly difficult to obtain. Find out more and become a community member at patreon.com forward slash goodgirlstalkaboutsex. Show notes and transcripts for this episode are at goodgirlstalk.com. Follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube at goodgirlstalk for more sex-positive content. If you have a question or comment about anything you've heard on the show, call and leave a message at 720-GOOD-SEX. Good Girls Talk About Sex is produced by me, Leah Carey, and edited by Gretchen Kilby. I have additional administrative support from Lara O'Connor and Maria Franco. Transcripts are produced by Jan Asiello. Before we go, I want to remind you that the things you may have heard about your sexuality aren't true. You are worthy. You are desirable. You are not broken. As your sex and intimacy coach, I will guide you in embracing the sexuality that is innately yours, no matter what it looks like. To set up your free discovery call, go to leahcarry.com forward slash coaching. Until next time, here's to your better sex life. <laughs>